Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, the word is out. They're going to talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, Episode 719, A Christmas Story Story. Oh, that was a Christmas Christmas. A Christmas Christmas Story. I don't know. (laughs) Christmas was in there twice, I thought. A Christmas Story Christmas. I haven't been introduced yet. I can't talk yet. (laughs) (laughs) Here you are. Don't look at me. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) So... Let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. Hey, it's me, Matt. Crystal. And this is Tom. <laughs> I think it's actually a Christmas story, uh, Christmas. I think it's a Christmas story, Christmas story. Oh, thank you for that clarification. Uh-huh. I'm glad you said something. <laughs> so uh, if anyone didn't listen to the last episode, how could you skip it? Um, we should probably bring you up to speed, which is we had some scheduling issues and then uh, this was going to be me, Kevin, and Matt, and then... Kevin had sickness strike his household, and so now it ends up being me, Matt, and Crystal, and you can decide whether or not you're listening to an episode of Real Spoilers or an episode of The Clip Out. <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, quick, before we jump into A Christmas Story Christmas, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and... Uh, Follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always helpful. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoiler. So uh, if you want to tell us how much you miss the other guys, feel free. Uh, you can uh, also uh, join our Patreon if you just can't get enough Matt Bassler. He's I'm there all the over time. it. All over it. And you can do that at real spoil at facebook.com. No, hang on. <laughs> Patreon.com slash real spoilers. It's five bucks a month. You get all sorts of bonus content. We like you extra. And. I think that's everything. That feels right. Okay. 
All right. And you didn't do your little League of Show Sharers because... Because I still don't have... I, we're recording these episodes back to back, so I didn't have them last one. I don't have this one because it's been four minutes. So right. there we go. A Christmas Story Christmas. So I'm assuming... I was wondering, are we going to start with everybody already has seen the first one? I'm, I'm assuming... A Christmas Story Christmas Story is a funnier title. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for the next one. Oh, I hope. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen A Christmas Story. Matt. Well, I have, but I saw it for the first time maybe three years ago. Oh. Wow. How did you go that long? Do you just well, hate Christmas? I just hate Christmas. Okay. All right. um, we were, uh, we never had cable uh, as, as a boy. Yeah. Um, which I think is where it was played a lot. A lot. For sure. And I'm sure they showed it on network. TV as well. I don't know that they really did. Now that you say it, I always remember it being on on TBS. Yep, it was on TBS, and then TNT for a little bit, and then back to TBS. Uh, and it's you know it was one of those movies where I felt like I knew the whole movie. It had entered pop culture yes. like through osmosis because it's just it gets referenced so much. And when I did finally sit down to watch it, I think my main takeaway was um, I was surprised that it's. A series of vignettes, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, um, that's literally how Wikipedia has it listed. Oh, really? Uh, under <laughs> under plot, it has. Well, that's because he wrote it. He updated. That's what, I Wikipedia. Yeah, I get on it, <laughs> under plot. It has two paragraphs, and then it says other vignettes, <laughs> and it's like old man wins a major award, old man fights a never ending battle with the furnace, old man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that uh, that was surprising to me. I didn't think because uh, when people would talk about the parts, so you'd see like a clip somewhere. Yeah. And you kind of want, you know, be like, well, I wonder how all that really... How's that all tied together? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Guess yeah. what? It doesn't. Uh, and then, I think every single section I had either seen, seen parodied, referenced, except the part where they, the little boy eats dinner like a pig, uh, right. and the mom's like, ah, you're a pig, you're a pig, and he's going wild on that plate, and why don't, it's the craziest part <laughs> nobody talks about it because it's disgusting it's uh, the best part <laughs> I lo- it's so weird i think it was only the best part because it was new to you I- I'm, maybe, gonna, I'm gonna go maybe with that. it's just it's just strange especially like i said you're i'm watching this movie going oh yeah they're licking that pole <laughs> well, hey now yeah, yeah now that you saw the porn period <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's not eggnog. <laughs> so you've seen it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, you know, bunny slippers, whatever, leg lamp, and then all of a sudden just this like squealing kid shoving his face with potatoes. And... Yeah. That sums it up. The only new thing to me. That's okay. So <laughs> the reason it's like that, in case you're unaware, is that it's based on a collection of short stories. So I did not realize. Yeah, that. so Gene Shepard, who's the narrator of the first film, not of the second one because he's dead, but he, nobody wants to work anymore. No. <laughs> so he was a, a, a an author, and he had a collection of short stories called "In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash," which actually gets referenced in this movie. Oh yeah, because there's a sign at the bar that says "In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash," oh. which is a reference to the book. So, but he would write back when you could make money writing short stories because there were magazines mm-hmm. that would publish them and actually pay you real money for yeah. them. He would write all these short stories about his boyhood, and and then he collected them in one volume, 
and he's had multiple volumes over the years, but this is the one that most of the Ralphie stories come from. But uh, that would make this, I believe, the only Christmas film based on Playboy magazine. Huh. Because the one Ralphie story originally was originally published in Playboy magazine. Right. Because so, you read it for the articles. Yeah. But, you know, people would say that jokingly, but back in the day, Playboy really did (laughs) have really good articles. That's interesting, because it doesn't really make me horny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good, because it's about a nine-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, hey, that leg shows up, though. (laughs) Get a little eggnog, a little pre, get a little pre-eggnog. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've done the impossible. I have made Matt Bassler speechless. <laughs> well, I don't know how nasty we're supposed to get on this. Oh, it's nasty. You know? want to okay, be Kevin's okay. got to do all the editing still. So. Oh, all right, all yeah. right. Well, you can say as much as you want. Um, give me time. Give me okay. time. Okay, okay. okay. See what I can do. He's like jotting down candy cane jokes over there. <laughs> North Pole. That's yeah. could be a... <laughs> Sit on Santa's lap. See what pops up. Okay. So, where was I? Oh, Playboy. so Playboy magazine. Yeah, so this was originally appeared in Playboy magazine. So the the original was a pet project of the director Bob Clark. He'd been wanting to make it for years, and you know how when you have a big hit and you get to do whatever you want. So like like when Jason Siegel had a big hit with Forgetting Sarah Marshall, they said you can make whatever movie you want, and he said the Muppets. Right. And they were like, are we serious? Are you being a funny guy right now? And so Bob Clark had one of those moments, which makes this another weird connection. So his movie that gave him the juice to get a Christmas story made was Porky's. Now, that makes me horny. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen it recently? I don't yeah, know that. It, uh, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that it would. <laughs> so yeah, he made he made Porky's, which was a big giant hit, and he. I w- it was a shame Joe's not here. He will be screaming at his iPod as we his iPod his iPod because it's <laughs> two thousand seven. But he made a horror movie that's also really popular. I can't remember what it is, and I don't care enough to click on his name to look it up. Say the wrong one. Halloween. That's right. It yeah. was. It was yeah, Halloween. It was Halloween. <laughs> and. <laughs> and there it is. Joe's head exploding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but those are basically his, his three movies, and and that that's it. Wow. So, oh, I think I don't think he did much beyond that. But those those are pretty big wow, I mean, big movies. Anyway, so yeah, so this is based on a collection of short stories. There's been a lot of other uh, Ralphie stories that. I don't think a lot of people realize. So there was, we reviewed it on the show. There was a cash grab Christmas story two that came out, which is just atrocious. Mm. Um, I, I mean, bet. it's almost worth watching just to see how bad it is. Mm. It's really next level bad. That's up my alley. That's, yeah. That's what I like. And then there was a, a movie with uh, Charles Grodin and, and uh, I think Kieran Culkin called my summer story, which it, it it was released, I think, theatrically as Our Summer Vacation, and then when it hit home video, it was called My Summer Story, and it was about them on summer vacation. Spoiler. Oh, all right. And But then there was also a collection of movies made for PBS. What? In, like, the 80s, and Matt Dillon was in one of them. What? And, and it was more about Ralphie as, as a young adult, because 
not all of the stories are Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. It was sure. more just following his 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 childhood and young adult years, and so they would take these other short stories and turn them into into movies that would air on on. So PBS. was this all made up? Was this movie all made up, and or was this like also? true stories that connected I think these are all true stories or, or not true stories these are all made up these aren't Gene Shepard stories that are being repurposed okay I think these are all new it felt that way to me it did like right. I, I felt like I like this movie I didn't love it I know a lot of people are like really going crazy for it um, uh. oh really I, I don't know the perception of it is that is that right people are like they seem it, to are, be are like going crazy I could see why people would go crazy for it because you expect it to be garbage. Right. Uh, yeah, I could okay. see that. Like, yeah. I, I will say you can tell the people that made this movie, unlike A Christmas Story 2, have a great love for the property. That right. is true. And and so and that really shines through. So even in its weaker moments, there's still an affection that the movie has for the source material that makes it not feel like a cash grab, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, hey. On record, unreal spoilers. I don't care about uh, remakes or long time sequel, long gone, whatever. What do you call it? Whatever. What do they call it? Requel now or whatever. Uh, I remake everything. I yeah. don't care. Remake The Godfather makes no difference uh, to me. Uh, I, sure, maybe it'll be bad. Hey, maybe it'll be real good. They remade Scarface. Yeah, I mean, people. I will say people forget how many movies they love are remakes, right? The Wizard of Oz remake i know it's it's i think it's more about nostalgia but yeah. for sure this, but maltese falcon remake i saw people i was reading a thread whatever they're remaking something people are up in arms oh no they can't do that and <laughs> and they're talking about how hollywood's out of ideas and somebody listed all these movies that weren't sequels or remakes that came out this year and someone was like well that one's a book and that was a play and that is what what? Hollywood movies have Forever. always been. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. I that's, mean. That's annoying. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, right. I don't. I mean, I go into this. Well, even then, Wizard of Oz was a book. Right. Maltese Falcon was, was a book. book. Like, of course <laughs> Godfather were. was a book. And uh, um, I think uh, things just, to, in my opinion, or my perception, things just sort of ebb and flow. There are worse years for movies. Sure. Are, but people complain about, like, superhero movies now and it's all the marvel and whatever but it was it would have just been all action move generic action movies yeah. you know what's the difference it yeah. was it for years it was westerns right yeah. everything right. was a western and and then it became war movies yeah and right now it's super superhero movies yeah. and then well it became cop movies right and then buddy cop movies and 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 now it's superhero movies it, and it, sure they weren't all part of the same franchise right but the number the percentage i would guess was was relatively similar and again yeah. maybe that it it absolutely i'm sure somebody could go like no look at this year it was actually right I think, I think this year's actually been a really good year for movies i would agree i like <laughs> movie i just like movies and like like this movie right i of course i mean i still think you see like the, oh they're gonna remake if they were remaking Godfather, I would think it was probably going to be bad. But I would <laughs> right. be like upset about it. <laughs> right. uh, you see, they're making this movie. You kind of think, eh, maybe this ain't going to be so great. Yeah. And then it's a delightful surprise. Yeah. I think it helps. Okay. That, that, yeah. I think it helps that 
the lead actor, Ralphie, Peter Billingsley, is a film producer. Oh, that's And so true. He, pro- he was, I, what, one of the producers on Elf. He was one of the producers on the first Iron Man movie. Like he, mm-hmm. So, like, um, him and Vince Vaughn are really good friends. And so, even though you maybe haven't seen his face as the lead in a film, he's been working in the industry at a very high level for years. So, I think in order for him to go back to this, he, he, he knows that this is going to be, like, Ralphie is going to be the first thing mentioned in his obituary. Yeah. Like, there's no version of events where that doesn't Mm -hmm. happen, right? And so he's not going to go back if he thinks it's not going to be good. And and he also has the skill set to at least set it up to be as good as possible. And I I think this is probably about as good as you're going to get for a sequel 40 years later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, So, oddly enough, it's written by... Nick Schenk, who is Clint Eastwood's guy, like he wrote The Mule huh. and Gran Torino, and like he huh. wrote like four different uh, yeah. Spielberg movies, which huh. is just all right. Spielberg, sorry, still in the last episode. <laughs> uh, he wrote four different Clint Eastwood movies, which is kind of a weird pivot. It is, but I just huh? thought that was worth mentioning. So the movie takes place uh, um, in 1973. So it's roughly 30, 35 years later. Okay. I couldn't, I don't remember them saying it was. In so the time frame on the first movie is really weird. Okay. Like people can't, they've, they can't pin down when that movie took place because um, they never give you an exact date and the clue and like the little clues you get that you could kind of connect they're they're conflicting. Right. So there's. At the in the original movie in the scene outside of Higby's when they're looking in the store window and they go to the Christmas parade, you see actors dressed up in the parade as the cast of it's of uh, Wizard of Oz, which is 1939. But then when he gets the Ovaltine ring, the decoder ring, it says 1940. Mm. And then the uh, they they play a. Here Comes Santa Claus by Ben Crosby, but that doesn't come out until 1943. Yeah. But if it was taking place during World War II, I don't know how they couldn't mention a world war taking place. Well, and he calls in the Ovaltine thing on an iPhone. <laughs> and that really messes it up. Especially yeah, since it was true. filmed in 1983. Yeah. 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 Forward-looking. People were always, what is that thing? Yeah. And then eventually... <laughs> we're like, oh. Oh, now it makes sense. Cool. But yeah, so like nobody's ever really been able to figure out what year a Christmas story takes place. And I think it's funny because it's like one of those things that when you love a movie, you can find ways to explain things. Yeah. And you don't mind. Yeah. Like I've always kind of chalked it up to this is a story of nostalgia. It's this guy looking back on his childhood and you get all those things right. jumbled in your head. You do. So was that the year? Right. Yeah. And I, don't, I could go along with that. Yeah. I where if, if if it was a Christmas story too, I'd be over here like, oh, bull. Sure. Like, well, also if it's um, if it is if it was a bunch of short stories, couldn't they have taken place over time and they just kind of stitched it together to make it look like it was all one? Well, I Christmas, don't. But I guess because but the kid would age. I know. I'm just saying that they they didn't do that, but they came from different. Oh, eras. like the source material yeah. was from different. So years. Yeah. yeah, and right. I don't think they intentionally had these uh, anachronistic. Is right. that the word? Yeah. I want? Yeah. I guess it would be. Hey, yeah. Okay. Like you. Uh, <laughs> things they didn't do that intentionally, but it does chalking it up to a nos- 
nostalgia, how you remember those things fits with everything. It does. Yeah. Did you see It Follows? Uh-huh. Horror movie? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. But they did intentionally want this loose time. You don't know when it's taking place. It could be the 60s, could be, well, probably not the 60s. Whatever. I say too many words. That's my problem. Uh, <laughs> feels very 80s, could be whatever. But they have the girl, one of the characters has this, like, shell-shaped reader thing. Looks kind of like a flip phone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I spent the whole dang movie going, what the hell is that <laughs> shell thing? What is this? Uh, and it, I think it was a, a bad move. They shouldn't have, Without the shell, I would have been like, oh, yeah, cool. It does kind of feel like it could be 70s, 80s, 90s. Right. Who knows? They throw that thing in, and I'm just like, is this not now on you're, our planet? What? <laughs> yeah, you're fixated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do that a lot with movies when I don't know when it... I just look for technology to be like, oh, okay, yeah. they're texting. <laughs> then it, it's This is what year it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, A Christmas Story, Christmas. Story. Story, the Christmas, funnier, funnier version. Yeah, <laughs> it opens with a Ralphie as an adult because it's been. I, I like the fact that they didn't keep it exactly the amount. Like it should be forty three years, right? Right, and I, he would be too old. But the actor looks young enough to to pull mm-hmm. off playing ten years younger. So like, I'm I'm glad that they. Plus, then it would have been set in the year it came out. <laughs> it's true, or damn close to it. Yeah. So it's interesting they're doing the same thing with the new Indiana Jones movie because if they had if they had kept time on a one to one proportion it would be set in the year Raiders of the Lost Ark came out but instead it's supposed to be set in the late sixties. Um, well, time's hard on a globe trotting archaeologist. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. A good point. So he's an, Ralphie's an aspiring writer, but he's struggling and he has taken a year off work and his wife has allowed him to take a year off work. Uh, so he could focus solely on his writing. And the deal was, if he's not published by the end of the that year, then he will go back to whatever his nondescript real job is that apparently is waiting for him <laughs> with open arms. I figured it was just like uh, the 70s. And you could just kind of do whatever job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go down to the job store. The job store. <laughs> get, pick a job off the job tree. Yeah. yeah. And you'll be good to go. So... Uh, but he's has there are uh, 13 publishers that exist in this world mm-hmm. and he's been turned down at this point by 11 of them because you have to go to a local publisher. Right. 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 Apparently. Yeah. Because they're living in Chicago. Is yeah. That where they Which, were at? What am I talking about? There wasn't you couldn't get on the Internet and find publishers all over the world. Yeah. So That's maybe true. that was more you're going through the phone book. I could publish. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. And so uh, we, I was like, there's like hundreds of publishers, but you make a good point. Actually, that's sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. So yeah. Uh, he we see him get turned down by the 12th publisher. Yeah. Yeah. We get our first uh, little fantasy moment where he envisions what the future will look like. So <laughs> we still get those. I'm glad that we get those. Yes. They seem yes. they seem appropriate. I was, you know, I was still chugging along chipperly at yeah. this point. I was happy. And uh, and then he goes home and he gets a call from his mother and you find out that his father has passed away and it's five days before Christmas mm-hmm. and he has to go back to home in Indiana to deal and pick up the pieces. So they get back in the in the family truckster and they head back to home. In. And, I, you know, good enough reason, I feel like, to make another 
movie, right? Like this is a enough of a thing is happening that I can be like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. And you have to explain the absence of the father. Right. That actor's been dead for a long time. The mother has been re- recast. Um, the original actress, Melinda something or other, is re- retired from acting in like 2007. So from Airplane. Uh, Julie Haggerty. Oh, I don't. I mean, yeah. I, never seen I believe you. You've never seen Airplane? I've well, seen Airplane. We don't all memorize <clears throat> names of actors. But he, I mean. I don't remember what anyone looks like from okay. Airplane. It's a bunch of people. <laughs> I thought it, she was a great choice because. She's I would, flighty. I always misremembered the actress from A Christmas Story as Julia Hatton. Oh, <laughs> yo, I didn't know she was recast. I mean, I've only seen Christmas Story once. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it felt like the same person. It did feel the person. same. Vibe, yeah, like, the yeah, like they, it, it was a, a, a great choice. Like, it was. Yeah. So, um, so this is the one thing that Crystal and I both kept getting stuck on. When, she, when, when Ralphie goes home, the mom is like, well, the dad would dad wouldn't want to ruin Christmas, so we'll deal with this after Christmas. I'm like, where is this dead body? Where is his I need, body? I need details. Where? You don't just put it on hold. That's not a thing. Oh, you got a freezer chest in nope. the basement? Mm-mm. Toss him in there? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> like, Sweet. Push the turkey over? I'm like, <laughs> cram him in. And they, they I'm, yeah, they so never they never alluded to it at all. It, yeah. I'm just like. Where I just, just they just I, don't want to do I it. I think they needed a different plot device, but I but obviously the whole thing's the the payoff of the movie is going to hinge around this obituary he's got to mm-hmm. write. Right. But I'm like, but I'm still like, where are you storing because, the body? Because because most people watching this movie are old enough to have experienced somebody yeah. dying, so right. you've walked through the steps of the obituary process. They don't wait. They I don't. Mean, they're not like give. You know what? You've got five days. <laughs> Take your time. No, they're like, okay, let's sit here. Let's fill out this form. That's what they do. They do, walk you through it. Can, I mean, c- could you just cremate someone and hang on to them? You could. And if they had explained that. Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Now I sound like you. Yeah. You shouldn't be writing the movie for them. Right. <laughs> but, mm, mm. but yeah, so they, they never really address it. It's just like, well, we're going to wait till after Christmas, which I. It's not I, a thing. Yeah. Like, I'm. I, I needed a better Well, reason. and also, he's still dead. Right? It's not right. like... <laughs> but I also get that you don't want to spend the days leading up to Christmas sure. planning a funeral and all that. Okay? I, but, like, when are they having the... Fu- are they going to do they it two weeks? And they never exactly. address that! <laughs> if you do it the next day, it's still kind of Christmas. Right. right. And she was like, we don't want to ruin Christmas and think of this every year. You're going to think of it every yeah. year. What, are you waiting until February? Like, when are we having this funeral that that's going to work? It's like starting a diet. You're like, well, we don't want to ruin Christmas. Well, oh, you know what? Now it's New Year's. I don't want to ruin New Year's. Right. All right. I'll just right. wait. To, oh, well, now if I don't want to ruin Valentine's Day. Right. Maybe this doesn't take place on our planet. Maybe <laughs> things are different in this universe. I did but, not see a shell so, device. No, you're right. Okay. It, <laughs> it takes place on a different planet that had a, had a Jesus and celebrates Christmas. <laughs> All planets have Jesus. And in Indiana. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 there you can just kind of you schedule the funeral for for whenever you want. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got to think about these things, right? So the Bumpus kids, which is our family, still lives next door, which was the kind of this hillbilly family that was always causing a ruckus. <laughs> the Bumpus were ruckus. That's the Bumpus ruckus, and uh, and so he has. Two children, a, a boy and a girl. Ralphie does. Ralphie does. And they're, of course, getting bullied by the locals with a snowmobile who keep destroying their snowman. 
But no bully would do that in front of the parents. I'm sorry. No it way. stole a scarf, too. I know. No yeah. way. If yeah. I had been that mom, I would have jumped off that porch. It was the 70s, man. I don't care. Kids, uh. The kids smoked back then. <laughs> it, uh. I'll just say if my dad had been there and yeah. somebody tried that, well, there would have been hell to pay. And also, their dad seems to be an okay guy? Now? Of the bully. Of the bully. Right. Yeah. So how did... Yeah, because yeah, we will come to learn that the that the dad is Scut Farkas, who... I thought it was Scott. It's Scut. Scut? S-C-U-T. Scut okay. Farkas. And... <laughs> well, that's... I mean, jeez. You don't want your kid to be a bully. Right. Because you name him Scut. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you will come to learn that the bully's name is... Or the bully's father, Scut Farkas, who is... Uh, the kid that he ends up, who is the bully in the first movie, who he ends up beating up in what is referred to as the Scott Farkas incident. Mm. And, uh, but that is a reveal for later in the film. Yeah. I think it's interesting that the main of a police officer only in so much is that his character is reminiscent of Eddie Haskell, who in real life became a police officer. Mm. Mm. Make of that what you will. Did I forget what I was going to say? Based on that sentence, yes. Hmm, it feels like I did, yes. Okay. So, okay. Right. So All Ralphie right. hangs out at the bar in town, which is owned by Flick. Sure. Which is one of his friends. His best from, friend. From the movie. And Schwartz is a frequent patron. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Again, good enough. Yeah. To get them all there. Yeah. Okay. I that, was fine with that part. Yeah. That, that, For yeah. sure. Yeah. That's a problem, right, with these kind of sequels that are so much later. You're like, well, why would that guy be there? You know? Yeah. And, uh, but it's like, you know, it, it, especially with this town, it's it, yeah. it totally makes sense that most people did not leave this town. Right. Yeah. Like, I totally buy that. Yep. Um, Schwartz, you'll remember. Ray Schwartz is the one who got his tongue stuck on the pole. I don't know. I believe so. Yeah, yeah because uh, Flick is the Flick is the one who triple dog bears. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and we get uh, so then they go out and they they get their tree again, uh, and he barters for the tree like the dad does, and and gets that a really awful me. To- tree. That irritated me so much. <clears throat> Why is that? Tell me more. <laughs> it irritated me because. His dad, he would get so frustrated at his dad. It never worked with his dad. Yeah. So you learned nothing in 40 years. You're doing 30 years. See, I feel like this was a missed opportunity for the film because they keep going on about how good the dad was at Christmas. But the dad wasn't good at Christmas. No. Right? Like the dad was really bad at Christmas. Like the the dad would always get a bad tree. The car breaks down. He, uh, um, you know, he buys the leg lamp. Right? (laughs) Like the dad's really bad at Christmas. But what the dad wasn't bad at was loving his family and wanting them to have a great Christmas. And so they end up looking back on all these things fondly because they they love him yeah the they get real close to it with the mom saying your dad wasn't perfect yeah okay bye like right and, and you're right you you get a you i think that would have been nice to like, be like don't you remember the this like, and the that and the that because the 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 thing about the original christmas story is and it i think people have lost sight of it because they have nostalgia for the film but the film itself isn't very nostalgic right like like the film is almost like anti-nostalgia because like all these bad he's, he's looking mad the he's whole time. looking back on this on this childhood and it's filmed in this kind of hazy focus rose color glasses kind of way but the things you're watching like this kid repeatedly gets on right he he 
he sends away for the decoder ring and it's it's just a it's just a crummy commercial and like the car breaks down and he and he destroys the 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 he loses all the lug nuts to put the tire back on and he you know he he doesn't get nobody wants to give him this the one thing he wants and then he finally gets it and the reason that they didn't want to give it to him is exactly what happens to him like everything that you see play out even though this guy's looking back on it fondly it's it's not right. good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. They're not positive. He humiliates things. himself over and over and over again. But it's funny looking back. But in the moment, it would it would it would really suck. Yeah. And so, like, now people they love this film, but the film itself doesn't necessarily love itself. Yeah. In that sure. way, that's true. And so, I I think that would have been a nice mm-hmm. moment to be like, no, 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 your your dad wasn't good at Christmas, but your dad was good at loving you. Yeah. And like, that's enough. And that made your Christmas good. Yeah. Like that, I feel like they got real close to being able to make that point and then they, they kind of lost the Backed thread. off a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this movie really follows the beats of the first film. I mean, it's it's really just an, uh, an exercise in fan service, although mm-hmm. pretty well done mm-hmm. by yeah. and large. And I... I Christmas is always about nostalgia, so I don't think you want this movie reinventing the wheel. You you kind of want it to serve you more of the same. And it's Christmas time, so you're going to do this. I think a, a lot of like a, a nostalgia sequel thing, it's like, oh, they're going back to the place. Right. And you're like, well, what? what? Right. Why? But of course they're going to buy a Christmas tree right. again. Of course yeah. they're going to go sledding. Go to the, the uh, not Gimbel's. Uh, Higby's. Higby's. <laughs> yeah. A real department store, by the way. Case you're curious, um, no, nah, okay, didn't care. <laughs> not really. It was bought up by Dillard's. Oof, and I care even less. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah. but yeah. So, but you get a, a lot, a lot of those scenes recreated. You see Flick challenge Schwartz once again to a, a crazy stunt where they go, which is a little close to Christmas Vacation. Yeah, with the yeah the, the sled, sled right. that gets out yeah. of control. Incident. Um, you get to see the son say fudge. Yeah, as he <laughs> wrecks his sled. Yeah. Hey, those know. kid actors, not bad. No, they were pretty good. Kid yeah. actors have gotten have gotten good over yeah, the what's, years. Hmm. See, that makes me a little a little leery. <laughs> Why? Wow, what terrible things? Because they're kids. They're so. Terrible to kids. I don't know. <laughs> I I think it's better for kids. I'm not saying there aren't bad things that happen out there. I just read that book from the girl from iCarly. Right. And it yeah. was pretty rough. But I think by and large, I think they've gotten a lot better at trying to tamp that down. And that was really more about how her mother treated her right. than how, how Hollywood maybe, treated her. Although maybe there was that, a little bit of how. Maybe that is it. Maybe it's uh, like, hey, if you actually like, treat kids well, they perform better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember the time we were lucky enough to um, interview Andrea Barber, who played Kimmy Gibbler oh, on cool. Full yeah. House. And she was saying that um, that her parents like made a huge point to balance that like when they were on the set versus at home and like when they were at home they were totally normal kids yeah. like they did all the normal things they went to school and they still had to do all the stuff and they still had chores and yeah. you know all of that and I think I think that some I think that the parents do have a lot to do with like how do they how normalized mm-hmm. they yeah. make that yeah because like Ron Howard's parents were like that and yeah Ron and Clint Howard are very normal people. But I I also liked what Andrew Barber said about um, uh, she was talking about how they if she committed to something she had to do it but she could quit at any time so it was like if you agreed to do the next season of Full House oh, you're cool. gonna do this season of Full House but come next season if you don't want to sign up to do it again then, then, then we're, then we're yeah. done but you can't 
quit in the middle. Like, right. if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. But yeah, it just seems like kid actors, you know, used to be not very good on on by by and large. You yeah. Know? yeah, and now, yeah, you're right. That's they're better. They're better. I think that's part of what made the original popular. Is yeah. Ralphie was good. Peter yeah. Berlinski was good. Nice. And they were auditioning like actors that would go on to be Sean Astin auditioned for the role of Ralphie. Will Wheaton auditioned. So they were getting people who would go on to be big deals. But they Peter were, Billingsley was a big deal at the time. Like he was in a lot of stuff. He was on a, a show called Real People, which is kind of considered like the first reality show. Huh. And then he was. Uh, um, what else? He was the Hershey syrup kid. He was messy Marvin and. He was on lots of stuff. That was a thing? Yeah, that was a, that's cool. a thing. So Ralphie spends the bulk of the movie obsessing about this the obituary. His mom has tasked him with writing his father's obituary because he's like, she's like, Well, you're, you're the writer. You're the writer. You need to write this, right? So, but he keeps struggling. He keeps going back to trying to write his science fiction opus, which is really bad. Uh-huh. Neptune's something. Not revenge, but something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, something about Neptune. It doesn't <laughs> Some, say on Wikipedia. I something about Neptune. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely. So I, maybe it was set on another planet. It was on Neptune this whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's why they wouldn't buy it. They're like, it's supposed to be science fiction. We live on Neptune. <laughs> um. So yeah. So Ralphie is, keeps trying to write his obituary and struggling, and yeah. he finally has the idea of almost as a as a writer's exercise, he starts writing. Well, the friends at the bar tell him he should write stories from his childhood because yes. they start telling stories at the bar. I like the scene where they're letting the kid bartend. Yes, and, I did too. Yeah. And he answers the phone and they're all like, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I really like that scene. But he, so he, he starts writing up all these stories from his childhood, which of course I felt like from the opening scene, I knew how this was going to pay sure. off. Is that yeah. he is like, oh, his, when you hear he's writing science fiction, it's like, well, no, he's not going to write science fiction. That's it's that's going to be the the solution, right? So, um, so, so then they go. So then he challenges him to whatever he challenged him to, and he triple dog dare. Oh, he had to do the, something to pay off. He had to do. Oh, the he hill was good if he if he did the the sled thing off yeah. this like they called for, it something forgotten shoot. Yeah. Uh, um, a ramp. He'll, the ramp. That's he'll what they forgive it. his bar tab because yeah. he has this huge bar tab. Yeah. And he triple dog dares him, and so. so they all they leave the bar. They put a note on the bar. They all go to wherever this ramp is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they recreated Christmas Vacation. Correct. Right. <laughs> I I thought it was, I don't know if it was intentional, but I remember the dad in the first one, he's always battling the furnace. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, the radiator on the car won't work, mm-hmm. oh. which is the furnace for a car. I didn't see it that way. Did anything in this, I, the ramp thing, it's not fantastical exactly, but that felt too outside of reality for this movie in the in the first one it didn't match that's kind yeah. Of, yeah, yeah 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 the tone was a little like they they wanted to have another getting his tongue stuck right. to the lamppost moment and they couldn't come up with with it and so they did a sled thing and yeah. like and like yeah when you're watching him do that you're like that would kill you yeah, yeah. and also it does kind of lead to nothing i mean he just is like fine right it's all fine nothing <laughs> yeah, happens it's very right. looney tunes uh, yeah 
And like the tongue on the pole, that's a very universal yeah. thing. Which, I mean... It's universal because of that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but I guess it would be very hard to say, hey, what's another universal thing everyone's experienced that no one's put in a movie before? For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, when you watch A Christmas Story, it's hard to believe that no one had done that yeah, prior. Right. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if it did. It was just in such a small of a mm-hmm. unsuccessful movie that it didn't click or something. But, but yeah, like that's a hard thing to recreate. Yeah. To, it is, to, but it it didn't it didn't hit right with me. I just felt it felt forced. It felt yeah. Weird. It, and yeah, Christmas vacationy a little yeah. bit, which is yeah. a different kind of vibe. movie. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I I will say like there there are definitely parts of this movie that feel forced that don't quite hit the natural tone of the first one. Yes. If you know, I was thinking when we were watching this movie, what they what would be interesting for HBO to do since it's on HBO Max is if they had. Peter Billingsley re-record all the dialogue, the narration for the first one. Oh yeah, and like let that be a ver. I don't want to ever not be able to watch the Gene Shepard version, mm-hmm. but it would be neat to see yeah, him would. doing the narration for for the original. Film. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that but, would be. Uh, but he was definitely doing a Gene Shepard impersonation with his reading style. Like, I also didn't know it wasn't the same narrator. Yeah, I get that um, if you if you're not super familiar right. familiar with the first one cuz he he is definitely nailing the cadence and tone, but the original one it's the it's the author of the short yeah. stories Gene Shepard and, and reading I'm them. Sure that people who watched it numerous times every year probably knew, but yeah, I think I guess what I'm saying is it's close enough for a casual It definitely sounded felt it sounded same. similar. Like yeah, I it wasn't I, I jarring. could hear the difference, yeah. but yeah. but yes, it definitely captured the same tone. They did a good job with that. And while they were out there with the sledding, you got to say that the kid. Yeah, well, I mentioned that earlier. The kid—that's where the kid says "fudge." But he also broke his Brooks arm. His arm. Oh, that's right. This <laughs> is after Ralphie hits the daughter with the snowball. This is a very hard movie to talk about. Unreal spoilers. You're spoiling like seven small movies. <laughs> okay, but see, this is another thing that irritated me about the movie. Everyone ended up injured. There were so many injuries yeah. in this movie. Yeah. I was like, I mean. Today, that would just be child abuse. DFS would be called. Well, <laughs> you know. Not in the 70s. I know. Not in home in yeah, Indiana. That's bad. Things were better then. Yeah. You could <laughs> put your kid's eye out. That's why they call it the good old days. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. America great again. But Thank in the you. first one, it was, only, it was only Ralphie that really got hurt. Like, yeah. in, in his household. And this one, Ralphie is the only one that does not? He's the yeah, only I guess he wife sprains her ankle. He's the yeah. only one aggressing, really. Yeah, yeah. One <laughs> another cut of this movie was a horror movie, it's like The Shining, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Wife sprains her ankle. The the uh, the dad dies. Dad dies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dad dies. And then one kid breaks their arm. Breaks what was arm. what happened to the girl? She, she gets, gets hit, hit in the, the face with a snowball, so she has an eye patch. Now that right. I do, I that's close to me for like a thing. That would happen in real life. You guys ever have rock fights when you were a kid? No, no, no. But did not do kids that. do. Yeah, and like I once hit a kid in the head with a rock. Now, and we were it's like we're wearing coats and we're throwing these little rocks, and it's like you're an idiot, kid. So yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. putting it together. And then I, you know, throw one and hit him in the head, and he's now he's hurt. Oh, uh, no. Not like bad, but you know, but I mean, he's dead now. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't hurt for long because right. he died. <laughs> Uh, but you know you, 
you 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 aren't putting together this actually dangerous thing we're doing and so that like accidentally hitting someone harder and, and worse than you wanted to was kind of close to a yeah a thing that was the most realistic injury to me because like yeah. even when the mom fell and like sprained her ankle i was just like yeah it was a pratfall yeah it was it, right it was played for laughs yeah but yeah the the little girl getting hit in the face with a stone <laughs> that was funny too yeah. Yeah, I, was. Did, I did i'm not a, i'm not much of a laugher but i definitely gave a little <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good gave a chuckle yeah so uh i guess the that drives the last part of the film is the star on their tree falls and breaks and right. he had oh well i guess we didn't talk about the return to higby's we should probably talk about that so the the department store and they're waiting in line to see santa and you kind of get the same beats of that where in the first one there was the weird kid that was super excited about santa and this one you get the kid that keeps wanting to share <laughs> his sucker with them but i like that because like that is something like That's a new something. take on it that feels real. Yeah, of this kid I wanting agree. to share a sucker I agree. with them. Even I was good disgusting. with all that. I yeah. was afraid they were gonna try to do too much the same sure. as the first one. Yeah. yeah, I was like sitting there, kind of like ready to cringe the entire mm-hmm. time, but I didn't. Yeah, it was, it was good. The star breaks on the tree, and he had told the daughter that only real houses only santa only goes to people that have stars on their tree that those that's the real thing to have it's like a sneetches yeah thing exactly he was basically just making it up because they didn't have that she was used to an angel but they didn't have an angel and he's like oh and home and it's all stars like that's what you got to do and i did like the scene where she's on santa's lap and she's quizzing him and she (laughs) asks him stars or angels Mm -hmm. and uh and he guesses right yeah i I thought that was really good and that uh now kind of dumb but I was thinking, oh, he's going to say angel and that's going to be a whole thing. And you ever, you're like watching a thing in a movie and you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't yeah, want to go sure. down this route. Yeah. And then they didn't do it. And I'm like, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, movie. And it was believable because it's like he had a 50 50 chance. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, right, right, it's right. Not, it's not implausible that he got it right. And, but, then, and the narrator was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, right. You're seeing this thing they're setting up and then you know it's going to get resolved and it's like it just feels exhausting don't do it (laughs) yeah Yeah, man when they don't it's wonderful you're like oh you just shaved 10 minutes off your runtime (laughs) thank you producers something kind of funny right but uh so the star breaks and so uh ralphie has to go out and replace the star of course christmas is ruined oh we should also say that their money gets the presents get stolen from the trunk of their car right well so he has to go do all the shopping because mom busted her ankle and then she's sitting there with grandma and they drink the whole time while he runs around to all the stores and shops his butt off gets all of the presents he's very proud of himself they celebrate they're all in the trunk and then that's whenever they have a snow the car dies on the way home right they have the snowball fight he injures his child now they have to go to the emergency room while they're in the er somebody steals trunk pops trunk open, pops open. Pops which open. they have set up as a yep. thing that yeah happens. And somebody steals all their presents. And so now they have no presents for Christmas and the star is broken. And what are we going to do? And he remembers that there's a star at at the bar. And so he goes back to the bar. and But it's closed because it's Christmas Eve. So he breaks into the bar figuring Flick won't mind. Flick will understand. And the cops show up. And the cop is the aforementioned Scut Farkas. Oh, boy. So now he's like, oh, no, I am six kinds of screwed. Exactly. And uh, but Scott is surprisingly sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah. He's no longer a bully. And but but his kids are. And he maybe is kind of an absent father because he doesn't know that his 
kids were just in a horrible snowmobile <laughs> right. accident. Yeah. Like he says five minutes ago. <laughs> he says my kids are my, my, my might be worse, worse than me. me. They're yeah. driving around that snowmobile. Hey, buddy, your kids are probably need to go to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, they were driving at those things. They got thrown from yeah. the snowmobile. They were ejected. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe him and the mom are split up. He doesn't. He, she's not telling him nothing. Uh, it could yeah. be. That could be. So trying, wait. To, trying to get Tom riled up. So. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> keep, keep it going. Keep it going from our, our last up. So uh, he, so Scott takes pity on him, and and uh, and talks about how that was the day that changed his life when Ralphie kicked the snot out of him. It's an, it's a great message. It yeah. is. Yeah, that beat up you people. Should beat up the bad guy. Beat people up. It's you're only helping them. Yeah. Violence is always the answer. Yeah. that's the lesson of the movie. So he takes him back to his house, and he puts the star on the tree and goes Tom, to bed. Tom, if I may. Yes. Did you think, hey, what about his car? Yeah, because he just left the car there. He just oh, left the car there. Yeah, I did think about that. And I'm, because I had a thought in my head, maybe old Scut is being nice, but then where's it? his car's there? He can't. This yeah. isn't nice at all. Right. Because right. he just, why, if he was just going to let him go home, why not just be like, go home? Yeah, like he wasn't drunk. Home. Right. Yeah. So right. Just go home. Right. I mean, and I guess you could say he didn't know, but I don't know. It's just mm. a movie. It's a movie thing. And I it's, I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> it's like, well, man, now he's got to walk down there, get his car. Oh, terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Christmas Day, walking down to... And apparently flicks. they never plow the streets in home in Indiana. Ever. Like there's not even Mm-mm. an attempt to to get for snow removal. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now it's Christmas morning. Ralphie wakes up and he's getting all sorts of compliments about his piece in the newspaper. And he has no idea what people are talking about. And he discovers that his wife had sent in one of his stories about his father. And it's the front page of the newspaper yeah. as obituaries are want <laughs> well, to be. Well, it's not an obituary. That's right. what I say. That's right. They did obituary. say that. That's what the editor said. Mm-hmm. But we all know how much small town newspapers love to run short fiction. On the front page. On the front page of the paper. <laughs> that get syndicated? Yeah. Uh, yeah right? The on, week of Christmas? Yeah. On, In Indiana. That's yeah. the launch pad of syndication. Yeah. Indiana is pretty much a pipeline to yeah. the literary yeah. industry. I was like, how would he know that on Christmas Day? That that was another thing that irritated me. Sure. It made no sense. Yep. yep. So this movie uh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he gets a call from the paper saying how how much people love the story that they've had in their possession for three hours. Yes. Uh, in an age where the only way you could communicate with the newspaper was by mailing them a letter <laughs> on a day when there's no mail delivery. <laughs> I'm sure they had people manning the phones. People were calling in and say, hey, we're running this story. It's going to be big. (laughs) Christmas morning, we need you here. Everyone was on board. (laughs) And then, yeah, parents are being like, shut up, kids. Don't quit crinkling that paper. I got to call the paper. (laughs) The only paper I want to crinkle is this newspaper (laughs) to read it. (laughs) So Ralphie's very excited about, you know, he gets to keep not having to have a real job as someone who doesn't have a real job i get the appeal that's interesting that is interesting that you consider author 
Not a real job. Oh, oh. Okay. All right. (laughs) I just think it's interesting. I think he was saying a nine to five traditional job. But he didn't say traditional job. I also said that I don't have a real job. And he does have a non traditional job that's not nine to five ish. Hmm. So that's where I okay. That's why I kind of like yeah. You know when you're with somebody else Have you okay. fill in the gaps of what they mean The shorthand I guess you did Yeah save it there at the end <laughs> <laughs> Alright so, What if Stephen King hears this <laughs> I feel pretty confident He'll that Stephen King crushed. won't hear this I think Stephen King would also be like Yeah I don't got a real job <laughs> I think that's he probably would true. Yeah He'd be like no he's Tom's right <laughs> Okay right. So, uh, so Ralphie uh, but he's still worried because they don't have any presents for the children, and right. he walks in. And but of course, because it's a Christmas miracle, there are all sorts of presents under the tree. Right, because the wife spent their remaining eight dollars and got a million presents. No, that's not what it was. What was that it? is yeah. true. I had stopped to listen. Yeah. She gets little trinkets. She gets trinkets, but the dad before he <gasps> died, right. I had forgot, bought a bunch of presents now, and left them in the basement. But I guess they're not going to be exactly what the kids wanted because how would the grandpa know? Because it's a Christmas miracle. That's how they were the presents they wanted. They all got leg lamps. That's crazy. <laughs> they all got leg lamps. <laughs> Exactly the sled that the kid was asking for. The yeah. easy bake oven. All of it. Wow, Every Grandpa. Last bit of it. He knew. He knew. In, in character is the guy that did everything perfect in the first movie. Precisely. Mm-hmm. So the dad saves Christmas from beyond the grave. I I like this. Part. It's. I liked it. If some of the other parts wouldn't have irritated me, I would have been yeah. more okay with it by then. But I was already kind of crabby by the time we got here. And the daughter had hustled a radiator for the dad. Oh, yeah. That was nice. No, it wasn't. How the hell would she know that that was the right radiator? It didn't make any sense. Well, she knew the year and make of the car. Yeah. But I think kidnapping a dog is pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, if you can basically copy what I said about the last movie we did and kind of just paste it here. <laughs> I think that'd be fine. Yeah, I would agree. Like I I I think this movie did a, a solid as solid as can reasonably be expected for a sequel 33 years in the making. Hey, it's fine. It's it was a little less than fine for me. I did like fine the, minus. Yeah, it was a fine minus. I I like the final shot of him reading the story and then it segues into the narration from Gene Shepard. I like that because that's the you know of the opening lines of the first film. Mm-hmm. I did I, like I, that. I, th- I thought that there was were nice. parts I liked. Yeah. There were parts I liked. There were parts that they got really right, and there were other parts where I don't really feel like they did anything just flat out like that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, but there were some parts that I think they really nailed, and, and there were some parts that were fine minus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. That's a new yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh. yeah, if we trademark gross boys. <laughs> <laughs> If we needed something to do and we decided let's just go see a movie and we went and saw this, I'd leave going, you know, I wouldn't have loved it, but I'd be like, oh, I didn't waste my time or my money. Yeah, yeah I've, saving, seen, I've seen worse. Saving Kevin some trouble. Yeah. Now, nice. You don't need to now, Kevin. I did it. I already did it. That's your Christmas present from Matt. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I, when I heard they were making a sequel and, it's, and they brought back a lot of people, you know, yeah. I think mm-hmm. pretty much... We didn't bring up the fact that Ralphie shows up at the end. Randy. Randy, the other kid. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wrong kid. Ralphie does show up at the end. Yeah, yeah, he does, yeah you're not true. wrong, but uh, it's not exactly breaking news either. <laughs> oh, sorry. But, 
Yeah, uh, little little bro. Little bro. Yeah. That's right. But yeah, I mean, you get you get Randy, you get Schwartz, you get Flick, you get Scott Farkas and his uh, cohort, yeah. whose name I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you get to see I think pretty much all of them who are still alive, with the exception of the mother who doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So. But yeah, it was fine for a movie that they took this long to make a sequel to, and there's the expectations are high. It for me, it didn't quite meet them, but it also didn't. The bed. And Agreed. So, it didn't. I, the bed. It didn't. The bed. Boy, put that on the poster. High praise. <laughs> didn't. The bed. That's gonna be the new tagline. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I mean, it's what I exclaim every morning. <laughs> Well, most mornings. Ninety-eight percent of Come mornings, on, man. <laughs> you're able just to say, me, "I didn't the bed." <laughs> oh, I guess we didn't specify who was. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's in the bed, it's not necessarily your fault, right? It's interesting well, you got so defensive yeah. about it, though. Um, <laughs> think thou doth protest too much. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this okay. took a turn. Okay. It took a turn. <laughs> I didn't even say anything nasty. I was going to try to say something nasty the whole time. Yeah, you never came. It's back a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. Um, I host. Uh, it's a horror movie podcast called Real Spoilers uh, <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> I host it with my friend Joe. Um, I'm not exactly sure what episodes are out right now, but recently we had special guest uh, Kevin Brackett on. Oh, what a coup. And now he, he's not a horror movie guy, so we had to change format a little bit for him. We talked about the uh, uh, box office of the year, the top oh, ten okay. of, the, of the box office. Great app, great app. Not, he's not kind a, of a prima donna. Like, if he wants to be a, a certain topic, he just digs in. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. So uh, it was fun. It was fun to do something different, uh, and I'm sure we'll get right back to horror movies after that. So awesome! You can find me at Facebook.com/slash Crystal D O'Keefe. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Clip Out Crystal, and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at <laughs> Facebook.com/slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online Facebook.com/slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and. Uh, what else? Oh, our Patreon, which you just plugged sufficiently, so I don't feel the need to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same Patreon, though, because he said that was his Patreon. No, no, no. It's my podcast. Oh. <laughs> my podcast is called The Real Spoilers Patreon. I got Okay, okay. Thanks. thanks. The, I got it now. And it's on The Real Spoilers Patreon. I, okay. And that's patreon.com slash real spoilers. I don't think I said that. So. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for sneaking that in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, so anyway, that's it for this one. And uh, next week, I think we'll have everybody back, so you won't have to listen to it be different. Wow! Wow! What? Wow! Wow! wow. And you know what? We never, <laughs> never will again. Well, I know. Crystal was very nice to hang out because she's <laughs> she's not a movie nerd the way I am. And so she's like, "I will do this for you." That's what you said. I did say that <laughs> multiple times. Mm. My she voice just, is not 100%. She, she didn't just say it once. But your voice wasn't so rough that you couldn't say that to me multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not really fixing things over here. I mean, all I say to you is, I'll do anything for you, Tom. <laughs> is that all you say to him? I say it a lot. I say it a lot. And I really emphasize it, you know. And then he's like, cool, you'll be on the pod. And I'm like, no, Tom, listen, I'll do anything. <laughs> it's like, great. Yeah, this episode sounds good. <laughs> I am a happily married man, sir. It's so. the 90s, buddy. Things get wild, you know. <laughs> a lot of different ways you can do it. You ever heard of a key party? I think you talked about it. 
Ooh, was it this episode last? It's the last one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a callback to the last episode. Well done. Yeah. People love the callbacks. They love the callbacks. So anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, there is no Santa. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.